the Dark Horse Podcast will provide you with the methods and mindset to achieve your goals both inside the gym and out. This is your source for non-biased, accurate, and actionable information and tips surrounding fitness, nutrition, and ways to stay disciplined. I'll help you cut through the noise of the fitness industry and get straight to what you need to excel and grow. Okay, all right, here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dark Horse Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode number two, and I truly do appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. So today's episode is going to be all about the five big rocks of nutrition slash recovery. These are five main things that I feel like we all could benefit from. Uh, The first three of these will be primarily geared towards nutrition, while the last two will be primarily geared towards your recovery. So we're just going to jump right into this. Okay, five big rocks. First big rock is going to be your caloric intake. It The reason this is the first big rock is because without this, nothing else matters. Lit, literally, this one thing is going to dictate whether or not you get to your goal. So if you're someone who is trying to lose weight, it is all about your caloric intake. If you're someone trying to build muscle, get bigger, put on some mass. It's all about your caloric intake. There is no substitution here. There's there's nothing else that's going to factor into that. I mean, yeah, your training does. Yeah, but ultimately, ultimately, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do calorically speaking, if you're not if if your caloric intake is not reflective of your goal, everything else is a pipe dream. It's just not going to happen for you. Now, that said, It's all about energy balance. Calories are simply energy. So when I say negative, if you hear things like negative energy balance, what they mean is you're bringing in less calories than energy you are burning. When they say positive energy balance, what they mean is you are bringing in more calories than energy you are burning, i.e. you will add weight. If you're trying to lose weight, you want to be in negative energy balance. If you're trying to gain mass or get bigger, build muscle, you want to be in positive energy balance. Listen, that that's it. That that's there's no uh <laughs> there's no gimmicks or hacks or tricks or shortcuts or super secret uh you know methods or things that you can do to change that. That is a that is a fundamental thing. It was true 20 years ago, it's true today, it's going to be true 200 years from now, I realize we live in a in a society that likes to peddle people, uh, flipping detoxes and cleanses and all of that. I'm telling you, none of that is going to replace your your caloric intake and your consistency with that caloric intake. So basically, I don't care how many shots of <laughs> I don't care how many shots of apple cider vinegar you take. At the end of the day, if you're in a state of positive energy balance, you're not going to lose weight. It doesn't. It doesn't like you know trick your metabolism. All these all these sensational headlines on social media and in in like magazines, right at the store, like the checkout line at the grocery store, uh, typically anyway. Uh, sensational headlines. You know, use these seven hacks right to trick your body into burning more fat, or you know, three ways you can uh, trick your arms into growing in just two weeks. It's not going to happen. It's a pipe dream. They're simply trying to sell you something because if they just come out and tell you it's a matter of consistent caloric intake, then that kind of, 
it's over for them at, <laughs> at that point, right? They can't really sell you anything past that. They're just, um, I got off on a bit of a tangent there. I'm sorry, but that really kind of gets me, gets, it gets me a little bit worked up because I feel bad because, uh, unsuspecting people are buying into this and spending quite a bit of money on all these various products and things. And again, quite simply, it really is super basic. Uh, it's all about how you dictate your calories and your macronutrients. And past that, if you don't have that in place first, then it really doesn't matter You know what else you do um, after that. So, so basically, guys, when you see those types of things, you see those ads or those headlines or those magazine articles, uh, just be very leery of that. They are simply trying to sell you the sizzle and not the steak. So the second big rock says big rock number one, caloric intake. It has got to be reflective of your goal. Big rock number two, fruits and veggies. Now, listen, pretty much everybody knows we need to eat vegetables. Literally everyone knows that. The reason veggies is in- included in this is because with the emergence of greens drinks, there has become a, a an idea or a concept that I'll just drink a greens drink and I'll get everything I need. You know, I don't even really have to eat vegetables anymore, right? I'm just drinking my greens drink. Here, here's <clears throat> here's the thing about that, I, and I'm I'm not hating on anyone who makes a greens drink or anyone who who enjoys drinking a greens drink. All I'm saying is, don't take it under the guise that you're getting everything you need from a vegetable without having to eat the vegetable because that's not true. Well, how do I know that's not true? Because if you flip that, that product around that greens drink around, look at the vitamin mineral and the fiber content of that, of that, of that powder. Typically it's a powder. Sorry, my, my dog's going crazy. The FedEx guys across the street, but so flip that product around and look at the nutrition label of that greens drink. And I guarantee you, if the vitamins, minerals, and fiber are even present. A lot of them, they're not even there. But if they are present, they're nowhere near the percentages or in the amounts that they would be if you just ate vegetables. So I realize vegetables are not very palatable. I realize tons of people just don't like the way they taste. And to be honest with you, I don't really have a good answer for that. I mean, it is what it is, guys. It's vegetables. All you need to get is two to four servings per day which isn't even that much. I mean, if you buy like one of those little, um, like the steamable bags of like broccoli or whatever, there's like four servings in that little bag. So, I mean, you know, that's not, it's not terrible, right? So again, if you, if you're drinking a greens drink currently and you just like it, you just like the way it tastes by all means, go ahead and I'm not, I'm not saying you, you shouldn't. All I'm saying is don't buy these products under the guise that they're a replacement for actual vegetables because they simply are not. Now, fruit, still under rock number two. Fruits and veggies, are t- they got their own rock. They're, they're, they're special. So fruit, I, I had to bring this up because, <laughs> man, I, I feel like I need to like print a billboard or something for this. Fruit is not bad for you. I, I don't there's literally no one I know who has been to the doctor and had the, their, their physician tell them, uh, well, you know what, Mr. Jones, your blood pressure's up from last year. So you're going to need to push away from the apples. Those got to go. No, that no, no, that never happened. No one goes to the doctor and is told, Oh, you know what? You got to cut back on the bananas and the strawberries. That's, that's, that's the culprit. 
right? No, that's never, that literally never happens. So I don't really know how this got started. I don't know where it came from, but just let, let, let's just stop it. Okay. Fruit is a single ingredient, minimally processed product loaded to the brim with vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. Just, just stop. Just plenty of fruits and vegetables, two to four servings per day of each of those. So first big rock was caloric intake. Second big rock was fruits and vegetables. Big rock number three is going to be protein at every meal. Protein is necessary to build muscle. Every time you eat, you need to be eating some sort of adequate protein. I'm not talking about five or six grams. I'm saying 15, 20, 25 grams. If you can get as much protein every time you eat that you can. Why? What, 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 why would I do that? Why do I care about building muscle? When I say build muscle, I'm not talking about, when I say that, I know a lot of, a lot of people's minds instantly go to looking when I say muscle mass or build muscle or put on muscle, everyone automatically thinks about like, you know, like the, the, uh, the pro bodybuilder guy or girl, right? That's not <laughs> 99% of us don't have to worry <laughs> about being mistaken for a pro bodybuilder. Okay. I'm not, I'm not worried about that at all. Uh, muscle mass is critical. Uh, if you're a female and you're concerned about for your physique or, you know, the way you look, your aesthetics, you can either have, this is universally true for males or females. I'm just using females in this example because typically, and I'm not trying to generalize, but typically females are most hesitant whenever they hear words like muscle mass, you know, get strong, things like that. You can't, you are either going to have muscle mass or fat mass on your frame. So if you are not eating and training to build muscle mass, what is left? It's just going to be fat mass. Now, if you're someone and you're thinking, well, I don't really care about how I look, you know, why do I need to think about building muscle mass or prioritize protein in order to build muscle mass? My answer to that would be, I hope one day you'll become old. Older people are, have a very large issue with sarcopenia. And basically that's just, basically all that means is over time you have less and less muscle mass. That's just what happens. It just goes away. That's just a cycle of life. There's really not anything you or I can do about that. However, we can try everything we can to slow that process down because when most older people fall or have some sort of, you know, mishap or something like that, it's because they don't have enough muscle mass or strength to accommodate what they're trying to do. Can that, you know, that sweet little old lady, can she get her foot up high enough to clear that step without falling? Well, if she's mostly skin and bone, the chances of her having enough muscle mass and strength on her to do that are significantly lower. So, you know, when I say muscle mass, I'm not saying everyone needs to look like some, you know, jacked, you know, like celebrity or, you know, pro sports figure or, you know, anything like that. I'm talking about relatively in relative terms to your body weight. Everyone needs to prioritize protein at every meal to build the adequate muscle mass to sustain what we know is going to happen to them later on in life. Not to mention if you want to just kind of look better, right? You're trying to drop a little body fat. You, you just want to, you know, you want to change your physique a little bit. 
that that goes without saying. But again, if you don't want it for that reason, at least at least prioritize it at every meal so that you can kind of prepare to you know combat the sarcopenia that's going to happen. Again, hopefully you will get old later in your life. All right, so that's it for number big rock number three, which was protein at every meal. Number four is going to be sleep. And this could, I'll be honest with you, I could probably do an entire podcast just on this. And, and hey, if, if you want to, me to do that, I'll be I'll be happy to um, hit me up on Instagram, darkhorse.performance, on Facebook, at be a dark horse, or you can send me an email, darkhorseperformance at yahoo.com. So sleep. Again, by now, everyone knows we need sleep. That, that shouldn't be news to you. Um, but lots of people are, are unable to get deep, restful, meaningful, recuperative sleep. So what I've done is I've come up with, well, hang on. First off, I'm going to cover why we need sleep. Uh, we know it's good for us. A lot of people just don't really understand why. Uh, well, number one, physically from a point of resting, right? Resting our bodies, our bones, our muscles, but also sleep is the time when your brain recovers. So your CNS, your central nervous system has to recover from all the neurological demands that were placed on it that day, right? Uh, high stress, uh, you know, having to make decisions, you know, whatever, whatever your day entailed, your brain has to recover from that. The only way it can recover and get ready for the next day when you got to do all those things again is to get deep restful sleep. So that's why we need it. So now how do we get it? lot, a lot of people, I ain't gonna say everybody I know, but a lot of people I know really, really struggle with getting again, a, a truly good night's sleep. So some things that I have tried and implemented and, and have worked both for me and for a couple of my clients, I'm going to give you four tips here. Number one is going to be to limit screen time 30 minutes before you try and go to sleep. So say, say, say you're going to try to go to bed around nine. So around eight 30, you're going to cut the screens off, right? So instead of streaming, <laughs> instead of watching one more, one more episode, or, uh, you know, instead of checking your email for the 85th time that day, or, you know, scrolling through the socials or, you know, whatever, instead of doing that, just shut the screen off, give yourself 30 minutes before you try to fall asleep with no screen time. Second thing you're going to do, keep a pad and pencil beside your bed. And listen, I, I've done this and this is the next two things are a game changer. So one, we're going to cut screen time 30 minutes before we try to fall asleep. Number two, keep a pad and pencil by your bedside, bedside table. <clears throat> two things you can do here. Number one, you can either write down your goals and these goals could be it could be your goals for the next day. It could be your goals for the month. It could be, you know, what you hope to accomplish in the upcoming year, right? You kind of reaffirm those, right? If you write those down every single night before you go to bed, the chances of you putting in the necessary work to make them happen just went through the roof, right? You don't really have to worry about focus or determination anymore. You're writing these things down and they're staring back at you every night. So you're probably going to make those happen. <clears throat> so you can either write down your goals or, the other thing you can do is you can do what's called a brain dump, which this is something that I got from James Smith, aka Smitty Diesel. He's one of the co-founders of the CPPS certification. Um, I was listening to a podcast from Joe DeFranco and he was speaking on this. This is an excellent, excellent idea. I have done this as well and it works tremendously. So a brain dump is basically you 
write down whatever is on your mind and whatever you have experienced slash gone through that day. It, it could be a struggle that you had. It could be something you attempted to do. It could be something that is incredibly uh, joyful for you. It could be something that's been on your mind for a while. Uh, it, it, it could literally be anything about your life. You can write a paragraph. You can make bullet points. It doesn't matter. There's no you know standardized format or anything, but th- that is that is one of the best things to kind of like... Um, how do I say to kind of like, uh, uh, get your mind to where you don't have, you know, a hundred things running through it whenever you're trying to go to sleep, because that, that's one of the most, that, that's one of the most frustrating things in the world is you're trying to go to sleep and you got all this, all this stuff running through your mind and, you know, that takes all of that away. So when you, when you get done, when you put that pencil and pad down and you lie down, you feel so um, ready. You're just ready to go to sleep. You're relaxed now, right? You don't have all of that stuff cluttering up your mind. You're just in a very restful state of mind. So super helpful. All right. So that's going to be tip number two is keep a pad and pencil beside your bed. You can either write down your goals or you can do a brain dump. Tip number three is going to be to supplement with magnesium. And I know this sounds kind of hokey, but I started doing this about, I don't know, a couple of months ago, but within the last month or so, I have noticed a tremendous difference in the quality of sleep that I get. I wake up, I'm ready to take on my day. I'm, I don't, I don't wake up. I used to toss and turn quite a bit. I don't have that issue anymore. It's really nice to actually, <laughs> to, to actually feel rested, uh, for my upcoming day. So, uh, magnesium can be supplemented here. Um, uh, generally speaking, somewhere around 350 to 400 milligrams uh, is generally safe for most people. Uh, the kind that I take, I, I just order some off of Amazon, deliver it to my door. I think it's, it's super affordable, guys. It's like 240 tablets. I take three tablets a day and that's like $18. So you, you can't really beat it. I, I, I tell you what I'll do. If you're wondering how much or if you're wondering what kind I, I, I like to take, um, try to get one that has magnesium glycinate as it is the most bioavailable form, right? It's the quickest absorbable form of magnesium. Uh, if you want to know what kind I take, I'll take a, uh, this is supposed to come out on Wednesday. So I will take a picture of the magnesium I use and I'll post it to, um, social media on Wednesday. That way you kind of have an idea. So if you decide to get it from Amazon or from your local vitamin store, you have at least have an idea of what to look for. All right. So tip number four is going to be to sleep in a cold, dark room. That's kind of a generally known thing, but, um, I just want to kind of reinforce that. So the big rock, big rock number four is going to be sleep. And how do we get good quality sleep? We're going to limit screen time 30 minutes before we try to fall asleep. We're going to keep a pad and pencil beside our bed to write down our goals slash brain dump. And we're going to supplement with magnesium if we need it, which literally everyone does by the way. Um, and then the, the fourth thing you can do is sleep. Make sure your room is cold and dark. Those four things is the best shot you got at getting a a good night's rest. So that's big rock. Number four, so far we have caloric intake. Number one, fruits and vegetables. Number two, protein at every meal. Number three, fourth big rock we just discussed is sleep. The last big rock is going to be your rest days. What are you doing when you're not in the gym? Now, I, I realize, again, our culture is geared around 
you know, hashtags and social media and, and listen, it's very, I guess you could say it's motivating to, you know, take the whole, you know, no days off mindset, you know, I'm, I'm grinding, you know, that type of thing. That's fine. Um, but that's going to cost you at some point, you're going to pay the Pied Piper. You're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to continue, you know, quote unquote grinding, you know, every day, you're not going to lift weights every day. You're not going to, it's just not going to happen at some point you will either choose to stop or your body will tell you you're stopping. <laughs> you usually in the form of an injury or, or some way where you really don't, uh, you really don't want that to happen. So, um, what you're doing on your rest days. So here you can go for some active recovery. And what I'm saying is that could be something as simple as going for a walk, right? But you, you just don't want to kind of shut down. I, I know, especially if you're just starting out, uh, with strength training and things, I know you, you can get like super sore, right? You just don't, you don't feel like moving very much. Maybe, maybe you're even, um, maybe, you're, maybe your sleep <laughs> isn't where it should be or whatever, whatever your situation is, but you need to every day, every day you need to move your body. It could be something as simple as going for a 10 minute walk, right? In 10 minutes, you can get a couple thousand steps in, right? To just do something to move your body. Okay. And don't forget on your rest days, you are setting yourself up for your next training day. Your, your results don't happen when you're in the gym lifting. Your results happen when you're out of the gym recovering. You can only train as hard as you can recover. There is, there is not one workout, not one exercise you can perform that's going to outdo the other 23 hours of your day. So if you're on on the days you're not lifting, if, if you're not prioritizing nutrition, hydration, sleep, like we just talked about, or, or any of these other, any of these other big rocks, if you're not prioritizing those, even on your rest days, you're not setting yourself up to be the best for when you do step back into the gym to train. So, all right. I got to run. There you go. There you have it. That's your five big rocks. We got caloric intake. We're hitting our fruits and vegetables. We're eating protein at every meal. We're doing everything we can to maximize good quality, deep restorative sleep. And we are making sure we're staying focused on our rest days for our upcoming training days. If you do all those five big rocks, it's going to be very difficult for you to miss your mark in terms of your goal, regardless of what that goal is. So, let me know if you like the podcast, guys. If you got any questions you want answered here, if you got a topic you want discussed, make sure you let me know. Again, I'm on Instagram, darkhorse.performance. I'm on Facebook at Via Dark Horse, or you can send me an email, darkhorseperformance at yahoo.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I truly appreciate it. Until next time, be a dark horse. 